Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Happy Monday to you. Um, happy Monday to you, especially if your team's not 0-2, as is my team. John's doing a little better. They're sitting there at 1-1. One one. Those Raiders are. I wouldn't be too down if I was him. Um, but I'm looking for other things to be excited about since the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields don't look like they're going to do uh, any bit of that this season in terms of exciting me. And you know what one of them is? It's the fact that the University of Memphis will be headed to St. Louis this weekend to take on a Missouri team. That is also 3-0. and Yep. John, a battle of unbeatens. Yes. On Saturday involving Memphis football. Wow. Can I get excited about that? Oh, yes, you can. Excited. Can a brother breathe? Can a brother breathe? We'll find out. Stay tuned. You, the, the, the matchup is so breathtaking that you have to go to the hospital. I've got to. Uh, yeah, I've got to do that, and, and I've got to shift my focus. That blocking mile is coming up to my, but I'm, we're going to get through that. <laughs> but I do need to shift my focus from from the the football team, that's quotes around that, that was the Chicago Bears, and put it on the one that's right here at home. That's right. The one that's right here, John. Mm-hmm. That's 3-0 and with a chance to go up to St. Louis and knock off a Missouri team that's almost ranked after knocking off previously ranked Kansas State over the weekend. Didn't expect to see that, John. Didn't expect to be seeing a Missouri team sitting at 3-0 and yeah. after a win over a ranked Kansas State team. Kansas State no longer in the polls, by the way. Missouri, just outside. Yes. Like 27-ish in the AP. That, uh, that number's sitting around 7 right now. 7-point line. Tigers are underdogs. Can Seth and the boys do it? Can Seth and the dogs do it? The dogs. Can the dogs do it, Well, you man? know we saw the dog come out of Seth in that locker room. Yeah, we did. He's, and, a, he's a dog, right? And, and we said, you know, this is going to be a struggle against the Navy. Bro, speaking of Tigers, you know Quindell Johnson was on the field for Chicago Bears in that game? It was that bad, huh? Jeez. All our safeties were dropping. Whew. Yeah, that was ugly, dude. That was an ugly game. It was an ugly day. We got, we got back on track <sighs> in Buffalo. There is no doubt about that. Devontae may have a concussion. Don't wish that on him, but I would just go ahead and recommend he take the rest of the season off to make sure that he's ready for his next team. Josh Jacobs had negative two yup. How does that yards. happen? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back to turning the ball over. Mm. I mean, all of a sudden, right, it looks like he misses San Francisco. Maybe the system made him better um, yeah. <clears throat> than he looked, as we always said. So, man, Memphis fired a, a shot across the bow. Bang, bang, over the weekend. So we will get into all of that. Titans uh, did get a win. Titans, man. Football Titans. 
when Vrabel and that team have their back against the wall. That's I right. Believe. There is nobody better as an There's underdog in the better. NFL. There's nobody better. And and Tannehill played really well. Made some big throws. Yes, he did. Traylon yeah. Burks down the sideline couldn't couldn't punch it in. And I will tell you, that play action was working. DeAndre Hopkins is for the Titans what they hoped and wished Julio Jones was. Mm. Uh, but there is no doubt that they they got the um, well two clearly different stages. One uh, Julio 32, 33, trying to come do trying I don't, to do it. I don't remember. And DeAndre about thirty. I think they were. I mean, close I see to the what I know age, what you're though. saying. But Julio was brought on to sort of be the other piece. Whereas DeAndre's coming in to be the one. Well, but I, I see what you're, where so you're going. So Julio, not, not exactly the same. He's you? 34 now. Yeah, dude, he was like 32 coming in there. 32, 33 years ago. Yeah. Okay. 31, 32. Yeah. Again, so 31. Not, not same. He was coming with to be the other side of the guy with AJ. Yeah, right? I think the, I think DeAndre is a little DeAndre's younger. coming to be the one. They're the same age, 31. They're both 31. Uh, Don't with, act like he's not coming in there to be the one. DeAndre's yeah, I know. Different. But I'm saying though, I mean, Julio okay, was. Okay, fine. He was. Just take it. They were same age. You got to give me the same age. Say, it ain't the same. You could say Julio was more. I don't. I, I need to. I need you for for three hours. I don't. I don't need you, we, Brad. We are dealing with a situation here, a medical situation. So we're just trying to get to two o'clock so that uh, you know Jason can can get diagnosed with whatever is ailing him, whether it's his bears or or, or whatever. No, oh, yeah, uh, this is physical. Yes. Uh, well, I, I, I'm wondering. Just again, my unprofessional opinion. If it's something that's began as emotional but has turned physical, you know what I'm saying? No, bro. That, this, that's what I'm wondering. So no, this began with black and miles foolishly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, we'll get into all of that today. Uh, huge weekend in the NFL, uh, as you said, big matchup for uh, for the Memphis Tigers yeah. on the road again. Ten, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. What Got, a letdown that was. I mean, Just they got here locally. They haven't won uh, in Florida since uh, what? We'll the, take twenty years off your life. Yeah, the take twenty wherever you were twenty years ago. George W. Bush administration. That's when they were. That's when they were winning last down in the swamp. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. That is amazing. Um, and that was a sweat-free winner there, money line, no doubt about it. I don't think there was ever a moment in that game where you doubted whether Florida was going to win. That's a bad call Tennessee got. Herbstreit yeah. must have had money on Tennessee too. You think so? And he was rightfully calling out those some bad calls, but still, you went there and got slapped around. Yeah, exactly. Had no business losing that game. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get into uh, all mm. of that today here on the show. Jason Fitz going to join us at 125 from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk to him. Y'all can wallow in the, in the misery together. I, I don't think that's what he ever does. Like, he never wants to. Well, he it, hurts. Well, you don't. Oh, I'm, Because I, you yeah, bet yeah, on exactly. it. So like, it's, it's the opposite sides of the room, well, even though it's the same team. Like, again, I need certain things to happen. Mm-hmm. And winning against Buffalo was not one of them, bro. Uh, well, nobody expects y'all to do that anymore. Josh, the, what's crazy is that the money was flooding Really? On the Raiders. Really? That line closed at seven and a half. It opened at nine and a half, ten. It closed at seven and a half. Oh, Josh responded on y'all's face. Yes, he uh, Josh McDaniels responded and showed that he was uh, he's a clown. He's well, a, no, I he's meant a Josh Allen, but I guess he's that a too. Hoe. So so we'll get into all that today here on the show with Jason Fitz. Yeah, almost one too much to talk about, it feels like. There's too much to talk about. It's like I mean, I mean we didn't even we left out Dion. We left out Dion. I you left out the biggest story game. in sports. I know you didn't because you were not texting me. About, I fell asleep. Yep, you fell asleep. I thought it was over. I ain't gonna lie to you. When Colorado State went they were up down 28, 17. Yeah, they're down eleven. Yep. Yep. And I, I said, no. Yes. Already can't breathe. That was a uh, that was a particularly brutal end of the game for me. I had two bets on Colorado State. Oh no! Plus thirteen and a half, which was sweat free, and then I had plus four and a half that I hit at halftime for Colorado State. The idea that I only won one of those bets, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out how that was possible. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, miraculous. Well, I went. I went to bed mad because it was Colorado State's going to win this game, and this dude Norvell's going to get away with saying what he did. But more important, I was mad because of what they did to Travis Hunter. Like I was like, you know that 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 was a that was a dirty play on Travis Hunter. And now the fact is he's going to miss several weeks. Get going both ways. We've never seen anything like it in college football. Basically, now he's going to miss a couple of weeks going into much more important games for Colorado. Uh, uh, against Oregon and USC coming up here, and you, and he's going to miss it. So I went to, I mean, I went to bed fully expecting to wake up in, in this Colorado State storyline yep. about overcoming and talking trash to Dion, but but really g- getting that by way of a what I thought was a pretty uh, pretty dirty move uh, the way they put out Travis Hunter. There was some talk before that game. Travis Hunter was a part of it, and then they they put him out, sent him to the hospital uh, with a with a shot to the midsection. So I went to bed, bed mad. I woke up amazed. Yep. That Dion and the guys had done it again. Shadour Sanders. Yes. And, in OT. I mean, there's there. You're right. I mean, there's just a million things. There. Why did Norvell not go for two though? I don't. I'm still not, because since he, I didn't get to see I, it. I, I don't want to, Mister. Uh, you were, you know, all these. You know, you put your stuff out on the line this week talking about Dion, but you didn't want to put your put him back on the line and go for two to win that game. It was. There is no. And doubt. the way he backed off the comments afterwards, he shriveled, I mean, he shriveled up. We because I, I will say this, and we and yeah, I know I got your sidetracked. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I do think that was one of the bigger stories of the weekend. This, you know, one of the biggest stories in sports is Colorado. Period. But for yes, this. for eighty five to ninety percent of the night, he is letting it hang. He's he he's, sure was. He's calling pass plays. He's he's he, you know he's being aggressive. Yeah. He you know that team was not afraid. They were not scared. They were physical. They were chippy to the point, honestly, to uh, of their detriment. I mean, they had so many damn uh, penalties. It was ridiculous. It was like an old Raiders team, but they were clearly there to show that we are not afraid of the talent discrepancy uh, and, and everything that you guys represent. Um, but when it came time, you know, to win. He didn't go for it on fourth and two, opting to punt. Two yards gets you the win. It's over. Colorado never gets the ball back. It was a great punt. I mean, it, it ended up working out because it forced them to go 98 yards with, you know, two timeouts in two minutes. But they did it. And then, of course. Didn't get the two-point conversion. Exactly right. You get the uh, you, you get a chance to win it there because you're going to have to go for it if you're able to score again. Um and then the other problem with that decision is that you knew your best defensive lineman had just gotten ejected for targeting. So you're basically, you know, you, your defense is a lot worse, and you're expecting to then, you know, score again because yeah. they're going to score. Yeah. You think you're going to score again, and then you think you're going to score two points after that? I mean, you could just feel, to me, if it went to a second overtime, that there was no doubt that Colorado was going to win that game there, and that's exactly what happened. And so I think, yeah, Jay Norvell had a chance to to actually like stamp himself as a, as a great future co- college football coaching candidate. Like he to me, you win that game, you go for it, you win it, you become a guy that's on radars, you know, in the offseason in the coaching carousel offseason by beating Colorado by unseating the hottest team in football and instead you played it safe and you're going to be at Colorado State for a long time now because nobody will pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, that was like a that was like a career choice. Like forget the game. It's like I'm 60 years old. I've been in Nevada for four or five years. I'm now at a you know crap job in Colorado State. If I'm ever going to make something of my career past this level, I need to go for it, man. I need to go for this. Yeah. And I and I and I take my mathematics. It's I got to get two yards, dog. I got to get two yards. I didn't go for the fourth and two. That was a mistake. I'm not going to pass up two yards again. 
You know, and I will I will live with the guys that have been making plays for me. Horton, number fourteen, all night. I'll get the yeah, ball that, to him. That, that man, that's that's an NFL tight end. There ain't no right doubt. There. He's that an NFL receiver. Stood. But instead, you put it in your hands of of your defense without their best player, and uh, you know that's that's what happened. And they, you know, yeah. you, you end up getting the touchdown, but it was of course called back because of a penalty. So it was just a, it was a, you know, it was a bad night. I thought overall for Colorado State, a game that they had every business. Every bit of business winning. That was a bad weekend for yes. Jay Norville. Yes, that they ended up letting you know slip through their their fingers. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I stayed up. I stayed up and I paid for it the next day, bro. Oh, a lot of America did apparently. Not built for that because yeah. I was tired at eight. I was like, I was falling asleep like my damn uh, dead grandpa in my chair watching the Patriots game <laughs> last night. Well, nobody gonna feel sorry for you because you were uh, among the originals that said we wouldn't be watching Colorado by that time. Uh, of year by this time of year, you're very right. When Dion officially got that job. Now, I mean, in Dion fairness, last week, the way he did. last week I I had my Mia Culpa, which you're still not you're 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 still holding that grudge against me. Again, you can come back and jump on now, but we're gonna remember. But but wh- have you, which but, side you started on, that's Jay right. Norville? But where's the Don't forgiveness? Don't try to walk the, it back there. We I, did that. We did uh, that well, last that week. This doesn't feel you like I've been forgiven. I'll be everything else. But you don't get to act like you were here from the get-go. Oh, I was not. Okay. I was definitely not. Right. I will say that. Now, again. I won't throw it in your face every week. Well, it's, it's three but, for but three we're now. not going to go. We're not going to sit up here and act wait, like what week you've been on you the train the entire time. I think next week we'll have to try for the first week that you won't throw it in my face. Okay. Because right now you're three for three. Now, what I don't want to hear is some I told you so next week when they're playing Oregon or a couple of weeks when they're playing USC they without don't have Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, no. No they way. have already won the season. Dion has already won this year, that. period. I would agree with that. With the start. The freaking Rock was in there, The dude. Rock was there, They're bro. walking out with Lil Wayne doing this. I've never seen anything like it. How, how could I hate on a team that The Rock is adopting? You That's know another saying? reason why Jay Norville should have gone for it at the end. Go for the two when they're yeah, with your chance to win it, all of it. Dude, put that all on ice. The whole thing was about Colorado. The way you finish, you go. You, you feel, if you've got the chance to finish it, you do it. Don't let them do it. Yeah, he cowered down in the moment. Yeah, uh, he did. So that that's that was one of the big stories. Howard. At 32 years old, the day because that game I think ended at like 1:30 in the morning. I mean, it was late, bro. It was I didn't get to bed until two, and I'm and I'm and I'm sitting there like, you know, the the Zodiac killer trying to decipher like how I lost Colorado State plus four and a half. I mean, I know it went to overtime, but like I just in my mind there was no way that game was going to overtime. Mm-hmm. When when I'll be honest, when Dion kicked the field goal instead of going for the touchdown at the two yard, again you were dreaming about you know uh, the number one pick or whatever at that time in La La Land. No, well I but, was dreaming about a Fields bounce back game. But 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 Dion instead at the two yard line with in the fourth quarter, down eight I think or uh, seven actually. Uh, he kicked the field goal instead of going for it from fourth and two, which made a one-score game a one-score game. I was like, at that point, you know, I'm winning this game. I'm, I don't know that Colorado State will win the game. That's where you cut from 11 to 8? Yes. Yes. Uh, no, he, he, he cut it from 7 to 4. Got you, got you, got you. And then uh, Colorado what State. point of the game you read. Yeah, got, Colorado got, State then responded with a touchdown. with the touchdown. Got so you. then it's 28-17, okay. you know, and uh, then, you know, the impossible happened. Yes. So, uh, anyway, it, you know. That's what I like when I, I I'll be honest. When I watched Colorado do that, I said that's God's team. That's God's favorite. For real. I'm dead ass. I was like, you, you can't fade that team, bro. I mean, obviously without Travis Hunter next week, you know, that's a that's a that's a written in loss, unfortunately. But like I'm 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 feeling like Dion was not surprised that they won the game because he's like, I got God. 
That's that's how I feel. Everybody out there is God's children. But I know. But Dion is is uh, like he is one of his one of his uh, loudest reps. But if if God was ranking his children like Dion, Dion ranks yeah. Don't John you think moved Dion up, by the way. <laughs> he was fifth on the list, apparently. He moved up with the interception with the pick. They needed that, too, at that time. Oh, my God. And it's Shiloh coming up with it. Yeah. Um, Colorado State will cease being relevant. Colorado moves on undefeated. Yeah. That was uh, that was a fun well, weekend. This has been a, a fantastic, energetic opening segment on Colorado. I didn't know we would end up here. But, again, they are the story, That's John. Dion. That's the Dion that's the Dion thing. Tell me about thing, it. You know? They couldn't even afford the contract when they signed him to it, but they said, we're going to be able to, and now they can. Now, there is no doubt. They I had mean, faith, like Dion said. I got to say, isn't it the you most— got to have faith. Isn't it the most random thing ever that Dion Sanders is at Colorado, okay? Yes. And they are the hottest thing smoking. It's, yes. it, it, it is the most random story in college sports in the last 20 years that I can remember because, like, it's, it's not Florida State— it's not his alma mater no. like Penny. You know, that makes sense. It's freaking Colorado in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And he got Lil that Wayne sucked. in the in the rock. Yeah, in the that's like all these all these like uh, you know, big time, you know, modern celebrities are are t- you know, adopting and wearing the jersey of. Like it it's weird. It's not it's, it's not weird because it's Dion, but it's like the fact that it's Colorado is the team that this is happening for is just random as hell. You know? It it would be like uh, I I don't even know what it would be like uh, I don't know who the equivalent of Dion in college I guess it's Penny but Penny's at Memphis it'd be like if Penny went to like Ole Miss if you he ended up add, going to Ole Miss you have to add the, in the fact though that the players have been amazing it's it's not just Dion and right and, and all right. the bluster and the brand and the the commercial that Dion is the walking commercial that he is and and you know turning the turning the disrespect of Norvell into sunglasses for everybody else like just the, his branding is just tremendous. But the play, what Shadour is doing is amazing, right? Quite frankly, like like what you know, Shiloh's pick. His own sons are out there shining. Then you got a guy that could play at any college program in the country, Travis Hunter. We can't take our eyes off of like it's it's the combination of all those factors that have I think made it. Like I told you, I think it's bigger than anything in the NFL right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Folks are staying up till one thirty to watch Colorado football. You never would have had this on the bingo card anywhere. Yeah, now, nobody would have been on this one. Yeah, no, you're 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 exactly right, and and uh, yeah, that paid off for uh, that paid off for them, no question about it. I do want to uh, pivot here, and we're going to do cap or no cap, but at this point it's eleven twenty, so who Too cares? Too excited about Dion. I'm sorry. Uh, there was a there was a great report from uh, Mark Giannato in the Commercial Appeal, and uh, Jonah Dillon, I think mm-hmm. is his name, and they 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 teamed up uh, and they had a, a great report on. Um, it was breaking as we got off Friday, right? Right, yes. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. The negotiations between the city of Memphis um, and and the Tigers and the Grizzlies, uh, and that there was this new sort of um, proposal that would get everybody the money that they needed, uh, and, 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 and I think the initial reaction that people had Again, I don't know if they I don't know if they read the article in full. I think they sort of read what they wanted to read, but they but they sort of came away at least from what I saw on social media, they came away thinking that this was incredible news for everybody. They came away thinking that, "Oh man, everybody's on the same page. Everybody is is kumbaya." That was a lot of what I saw on social media on Friday. That, "Oh man, everybody's going to get the yeah, money and, and everybody's going to be in happy." In the immediate when you saw the headlines and right. more proposal and right. everything else. Yeah, sure. But I think once you um once you actually get into the and dig into the details of it, um, I, I, I think the opposite is is actually true. Um, and Calkins wrote a, a column today up at the Daily Memphian with his thoughts uh, on what this means. And 
essentially it boils down to, you know, he hopes that, you know, Robert Perry and the Grizzlies aren't as offended, you know, as 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 basically he is uh, by the University of Memphis's choice here uh, strategically. So it is not kumbaya. It is not close to an agreement. And I think Calkins writes that. He's like, there's no chance that this isn't going this is going to be agreed upon, like not a chance in hell. Um, not in those in that format in yeah, those terms, right, the right. terms of the proposal. Right. That proposal but is DOA. I think Calkins still believes it will be. Yes. But the question is, is like figured out. In the process of it being figured out in the short term, mm-hmm. has Memphis and how much has Memphis done in terms of damage to uh, its relationship with the Memphis Grizzlies? I think that is something we don't know the answer to, but don't you agree that that is a question that is being asked or is worth being asked? I mean, I've already been here. I thought the initial misstep coming out and saying, I know you really, you think they took it to another level with, again, I don't want to say doing this column, doing this story with Jonah Dillon, Margie, but it came through uh, 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 an information request through Memphis. We know how these things work. It's the emails between them and the Grizzlies that you can grab uh, because of obviously the, uh, the the public school that is Memphis, so so we see how it came out. Um, I don't, th- John. I thought the initial move. You and I were having this conversation last week, and I said my fear is why take this public? Why in any potential way create paint the Grizzlies as the bad guy? Yep. When they're the ones with all the leverage. What did I tell you? I said typically in business we're not doing that. When I'm the little guy and I don't have the leverage, typically I'm coming to you saying how can I work with you? How can I work with you and get in, you know so I can get all that I need. And so I thought the misstep was there. You were telling me last week, well, Jason, what are they supposed to do? And we said, well, you, I said, work it back channels, right? Get out, get out what you need back channels. And maybe this is a little bit of that, but certainly more aggressively. John, I didn't think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. You know, again, we understand your position. Yep. We understand why this is so important. And we understand why you believe it's so important because, again, uh, uh, the way Memphis would like to frame it for you is that this is our way to the big conference. This is our way to getting pulled up is the $200 million into this into this state. We get all that. But again, when you state it as, okay, give us 200 of the 350, we'll figure it out with the Grizzlies. You paint the Grizzlies, if they don't take this deal, as the bad guy. That's not, that's not good for business. It's just not. to have that Optically, it's not good. And so, John, I thought it was an initial misstep. And then, yes, this is sort of a doubling down of it. I don't worry about the Grizzlies sort of responding negatively because I think they're they're just prepared here to take the high road. Do I think they're probably a little miffed? Right. That hey, thought we were working on this behind the scenes. You guys have gone public now a couple of times. Yep. And you're acting like we've agreed here. We have not. We've not agreed. You know, ultimately do I think that's going to mess this whole thing up? No. Um you know, it, uh, I don't think the Grizzlies are interested in showing up Memphis, even even in the, being in this spot. Mm. Again, potentially painted as the bad guy here. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're interested in, in 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 showing up Memphis, and I think they'll probably continue to no comment it, working behind the scenes until they find uh, the solution that they need. Again, they're the ones with the leverage. Yeah. So this is what Calkins writes. He says, uh, "Do you imagine for a moment that the Grizzlies thought their ongoing negotiations would be produced by the university in response to a FOIA request?" They're not commenting, but I'd be stunned. The proposal pushes the Grizzlies into a corner because it makes it look like everyone gets most of what they want. But let's take a look at the numbers as they were reported. Let's see how they may strike the local NBA team. Grizz said they need 550. City proposes to get them 492 or 494. That leaves ownership on the hook for more than $55 million. I'd be all in favor of that. I'm less certain of the Grizz. 
uh, 49.2 million would be generated by a new FedEx form tourism development zone surcharge. That's a tax on tickets and everything else the Grizzlies sell. Now you're asking them to go up. Right. So now ticket prices will go up as a result of that. That's on top of the 9.5% sales tax that already applies there. <coughs> Excuse me. And on top of an existing ticket surcharge of 115. So this is the this is this is the cost getting passed down to who, as always, the, the consumer. Well, and, and and then by extension the consumer, right? right but exactly. the Grizzlies will be the ones taking the heat for raising the prices exactly. up. No, this exactly is all right. them. And it, yes. again, they just raised prices up. This and you're now you're asking us exactly to raise right. prices to fund our own yes project here. Yeah, the same goes for a proposed new dollar, new one dollar seat use fee. That's another eight point eight million dollars of the project coming straight from the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, another fifty one million for them coming from a new con- county one percent tax on hotels and motels. Another 25.8 coming from a new city hotel motel tax. Only problem, state rejected an increase in tax. Yeah. I mean, so it's like. You don't have the votes there. It, right. It, 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 uh, it just feels like um, well, it, it's not that great of a, of a proposal, you know? Well, and then just fundamentally, like Oklahoma City's putting 50 on a $900 million project for a new arena. How mm-hmm. can you ask the Grizzlies to do. Fifty or on, more on something that's half, half the, the cost, essentially half the cost. Now you said five fifty is where it's going to end up. Yeah, we'll, we'll go half the cost. Whatever. You can't put them at fifty or anything close to it. Twenty five. When they're putting only fifty on an, right. a nine hundred million dollar project, it's not. It's not. It's not fifty of eight. It's fifty of nine hundred million. Yeah. And so again, the Grizzlies. It sounded like they're prepared to do okay twenty seven, twenty sixes, which makes more sense, but not to go to these lengths. Uh, uh, again, there's there there's. There's still a ton missing, and you're asking them, right. Memphis is, to to fork over all of it. <laughs> and I think again, as we've said, like people people, um, you know, paint us to be anti Tigers in this situation, and it's not that at all. Uh, but it's it's I, I I like to live in a world of guarantees if I can. You know, I like to I like to live in a, a world of guaranteed uh, outcomes, and I know. That if I give the Grizzlies the majority of the money that they are looking for, the overwhelming majority of the money that they are looking for, nothing is guaranteed in this sense. But I, I feel very good about my odds and my chances of keeping them here past the lease ex- expiration in 2028-2029. Um, why would they leave? They get everything they want. The city supports them. We're all good. I gave the Tigers football program the majority of that money and the Liberty Bowl the, memorial, the, the majority of that money. I can guarantee. I, I, there's a decent, uh, a decent, a good chance nothing even changes. Yeah, the stadium looks better. It's it's updated. It's modern. But I, I can't guarantee that that the you know where where do I even think Memphis can go? Mm-hmm. Where 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 are they even supposed to go? Are they supposed to go to the because the ACC Granite Rights deal doesn't expire until 2036? I mean, it could it could come apart before then. But I mean, that's 15 you know 10, 12, 15 years away. Um, so, like, where do I even project the Tigers? I don't even, I don't even have a good answer for you on that. It's like, it's like, it's like pulling something out of thin air. You have to invent and imagine something. I don't. We can't live in that world. We can't. We we just can't. So, obviously, the perfect scenarios we've talked about is 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 giving each as much as as possible to keep both happy. You know, but I think in terms of like. When you get to the bottom line of it, and this is a point we've already made, I was going to say, but this but, is review here. But but it is worth repeating. Um, the Grizzlies have to have it. The Grizzlies have to have it because the economic devastation that would come with losing a, your professional status 
is uh, it, it's you're never going to recover from that as a city, as a you know, as a metro area, because you're never going to get another one. You're just not. Hmm. I mean, what do you get? You're not getting an NFL team. You're not getting another. You just lost your NBA team. You know, we're we're not doing anything for soccer, so forget that. You know, you're never getting a major league baseball team. That's it. Well, frankly, you're lucky here. Uh, lucky you could use another term that you're not being asked to fund a brand new entire arena. Exactly. by the Grizzlies. That would be a real. Hey, problem. We could say, give us a new arena, or we'll leave. You know, OKC's getting a brand new arena. You're, you're, you know, if you come in, when at was five, theirs built? If you, you know? come in at five fifty, I don't have it in front of me, no. But if Is you're coming in, older I think than it was form? two years before, before ours. It's not so, I mean, much. It's essentially it's the essentially same age. The same, yeah. See? And they I are mean, saying, give me a whole one. That back to your I mean, point that's about double the cost. Back to your yeah. point about who you should help here. That's right. You're, you're frankly, you're lucky that they're not saying we'll leave if you don't give us a brand spanking new exactly one. That's exactly right. Wherever the hell we want it, you that's know what exactly, I'm saying? We could, exactly we could right. want to. Jeff made the made the point. They might want the damn thing in the suburbs or something. But the point, you're you're they're not hitting you with that. No, they're not. They're, they're gonna. It's gonna feel pretty good about you're having a them. discount. You're getting a discount because you're gonna do renovations on FedEx form as opposed to a brand new spanking arena that right. they're telling you we better have or we're getting out of here. Exactly. Which we've seen some franchises do. Exactly. So again, I. I, back to your point where you were like, I understand why the urgency for for the University of Memphis, but you're not in a position, John. You got to have nope. You got to have more leverage than you do. Nope. To 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 call some of the shots that you're trying to here. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know how many more rounds of realignment we have to go through and Memphis be left out for this to get unfortunately hammered home. I, I mean I, we we've gone through three in the last seven years. 2016. Didn't happen, but but you weren't you weren't in the top list there. We can chalk it up to you know politics or whatever, but you weren't going to get in even if the Big Twelve did expand because we saw the list and Memphis wasn't on it. Right. Uh, twenty twenty one, they took everybody from the conference except Memphis, and then in twenty twenty three, uh, Memphis got a mention for like five seconds, and uh, that was it. They were they were going to have to still battle it out with UConn. They were still going to have to battle it out with you know South Florida and other teams like. There, at no point has there ever been a, a a moment where it felt like Memphis was on the cusp of getting in, um, and I think that's just that's just where I have to operate. You know, I, I again I I say it every time, but I really believe it. If you could tell me that on the other side of a brand new Simmons Bank Memorial Stadium, a Power Five invitation awaited, if you could tell me that with a hundred percent certainty, mm-hmm. okay, let's have a conversation. That's at least a conversation because I can make arguments for both. There's no argument right now for Memphis football. I know they, I know they feel like they deserve it, and you know all those things. But I mean, I just don't, I don't think people are are grasping the 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 ruin that would that that the Grizzlies leaving this city would bring. You know, no more. Um, you know, it, it's just you know the jobs, the 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 exposure, the the perception. These are all things you would never recover from. I mean, it just it just is what it is. Um, and so I, I understand why the Grizzlies are, if they are indeed doing it, taking a hard line because they feel like they're – I mean, they don't want to raise ticket prices. They don't want to do that. They know their base. The Grizzlies pride themselves on having super cheap NBA tickets, and they still do relatively. They've gone up because of Ja and everything. But they pride them, they've always prided themselves on having affordable season tickets. And – now well, they, well, and they do that, and they're in the twenties in attendance, right? That's the exactly. that's the issue that, well, is that you've already feel like you're, exactly you're priced in a in a place yes. where hey, you're doing the favor to the consumer. That's exactly right. You're, you're and not you're still getting and you're not full, so yeah. now you're you're asking them to go up. What you know what happens here? No doubt this, about it. In this town, at the and again, not not asking them to go up. Hey, and y'all keep the money in your pockets. 
asking them to go up and it's, fund it's, their and exactly. fund this project. Exactly, exactly right. As part of this proposal, because the Grizzlies and could so, raise their prices if they wanted to raise their damn prices and put it in their damn pockets. Right. They don't want to do that because they know they're they they have always understood but, their fan base. You know, they always understand the economics of this city. But you're asking them here to raise them up for the shortfall on the money here exactly. so that you can help the University of Memphis out more. That's exactly that's, right. That's asking too much. Why don't why don't you ask the University of Memphis to raise their ticket prices? Why don't you why don't you flip it? Oh, right? I yeah. mean, uh, why why with more than 5 million to what, the table, isn't that what it was in the story that I mean, the University they're, they're of Memphis the, the, they could just as soon ask the University of Memphis to raise their ticket prices by x number of uh, you know, x percent. Yeah. There's a reason but, why but, they're not but, doing that. But again, I don't think Para has shown himself to be that kind of owner that's going to take these, you know, the, the these little arrows here, they probably haven't come up and done any damage to you, but the kind that's going he's going to respond back in that in that way, John. I, I just don't because I think he understands here, you know, sort of the position that that he clearly understands the position that the University of Memphis is in, and again, you don't you're 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 in a partnership with them in the sense that, hey man, you know this is this is we're we're trying to help y'all out here too with your with your basketball program. You know this is their home too. You understand how much they mean to the city. My point is, I don't think they're interested in showing them up. I think they will continue to try to work behind the scenes on this, but you can't keep you can't keep if you're Memphis if 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 you're the Grizzlies, you, you don't want to keep seeing the University of Memphis stepping out. And say we need this this this. Hey, these bad guys want to take it all. Exactly. Like I hope not. I, you know. My thing is, I, I would think the Grizzlies would be willing to continue to play nice so long as you. Man. Well, again, I think you escalated it. Though. It, you did escalate this by by by. Yeah, again, escalated, but and uh, and and probably raised some eyebrows over there. Like for real, like, right. but not to a point where you're not willing to again get this done. That's my point. Of course, it, it's escalated. It's like, it, it just, can you believe this? It just feels like, like what's happening is that the the Tigers are trying to fit this in. Right, they're trying to fit this in on while their timeline. I need mine now, so we can start construction. The mayor, yeah. right? So they're trying to fit this in in the next month. Okay, and they're putting as much pressure out there publicly as they possibly can. And the Grizzlies are are, are looking for a more, you know, uh, it, you know, let's 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 make sure we get this thing right. Let's let's you know. So I don't I don't know I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the solution is. I don't solution envy the people that have to make these decisions because I don't. I, it, it, somebody's going to be upset. Somebody's going to get mad. You know, it's just the way it always works. And uh, unfortunately, like, and I feel like we've said this 50 times, it probably needs to be the University of Memphis that's not happy with their share. It, it's just, I mean, I hate to be that blunt about it. Um, we both love Memphis. We both went to Memphis. Like, I rep Memphis, but I also under, I'm also a resident of the city of Memphis. I live here. I want my kids to live here. You know, I want this city to prosper and grow, and I want it to, uh, you know, be the best version of itself that it can be. And I know that the Grizzlies are a huge part of our identity. You know, when you go out of town, people know Memphis because of, of Ja and the Grizz and their run. And, you know, I know I, don't, I, I can't quantify what that means, but I can tell you what would happen if the Grizzlies ever left. They wouldn't know your city from anything past Elvis. Yeah. You know? So, like, that matters. Um, and, and I hope that uh, everybody involved is – you know, forward-thinking enough to to understand that. They are, bro. But it'll, it'll get worked out. Okay. And Memphis over there stop bucking. You're right. Y'all got to stop telling people. Now, I, I was telling stuff. you that last week too. Now you're on board here. Just, saying, just ride with well, me. Ride with the ride with me from the get go. Again, though, I, I 
I I can say, I can say a press conference though is different than telling somebody to go FOIA uh, our our a private negotiations. Well, you're saying you need 200 of the 350. It never made any sense to right. get the whole majority of it. It didn't. Yes. That, that the, the press conference, John. The only news was them saying we're getting 200 of this 350. Right. That was the start of this. Yes. It, but now you've it was now just you've put the first your stuff. Now it. you've made it public, though. Now you've made nego- negotiations that were meant to be private. You've made them public, and I think that like I'm, oh, it's another level. Yeah, like yeah, it's just an escalation, sure. which I just think is all was, of it was un- it was unnecessary from the get go. Yeah, keep it behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if uh, I mean, I doubt there'll be anything on it today or whatever. But um, that is the latest. That is the latest with uh, with the stadium uh, situation in the city of Memphis. Don't don't know if it's any closer to getting figured out, but. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, cooler heads can prevail here. We'll come back. Lots more to come. College football weekend. Chicago Bears for another week look really good. Getting all that today on the show. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to find ESPN. NFL season's going. Now's the time to get incredible offers from FanDuel. In fact, it's the last day to get this one. Right now, new customers can bet $5, get 200 and bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, this is the one. All customers who bet 5 bucks will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So now's a great time to join FanDuel. Last day to take advantage of this offer. The app's easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props, so much more. Uh, so visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Kick off the NFL season now. We're in week two. Uh, get caught up with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and, of course, of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends today, September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. The Dodgers clinched the NL West over the weekend for the 10th time in 11 years, and the BetQL model is still riding one of the best teams in the National League. L.A. will host the Tigers today, and Lance Lynn gets to start for the Dodgers. He's been better with L.A. than he was in Chicago this year. The money line is juicy, so the BetQL five-star play of the day is the Dodgers on the run line over the Tigers. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the BetMGM app today. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Black tie moving. Tell him Q-Peace-Key sent ya. That's me. Q-Peace-Key. 316-6196 if you are planning a move. That's the only team I would recommend. 
I've used them twice. When interest rates go down, I plan to use them. Yeah! I'm not staying in Germantown. We got water problems. Lifetime movement has changed moving to the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Lifetime gets it. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. They're professionals. They show up when they say they're going to show up. And what they tell you the price is going to be is what the price always is. No surprises when it's time to pay. Call them. Book your move now. 316-6196 is the number. Book now. Moving season's always here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving, change your moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. Justin Fields needs to call Black Tie. Kupiski, he needs to use promo code Kupiski because he's about to be on his way out of the shot. I watched a lot of that game yesterday, man. Watched a lot of it. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, there needs to be some answering for you on behalf of all the people that thought Justin Fields was a good bet for MVP this year. I'm not one of those. That man is horrible. Now, who are we blaming for this? Who are we blaming for Justin Fields? Yes. We blame him. We blame the offensive line. We blame the receiving core. Do we blame the coaching staff? I mean, let's let's get down to the nitty-gritty. If you could blame someone, you'd blame the general manager that you've already fired, Ryan Pace. Mm. So that's where it originated. Because he again, this he, is not Ryan Poles' pick, our new GM. This is the former GM's pick, the GM that you've already fired and move on from. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. There's too much good in the NFL going on right now. San Francisco 49ers, Dallas Cowboys, teams dominating. Miami Dolphins looking good yesterday. Uh, go to 2-0. and There's too much good. Ravens, a surprise 2-0. Since a surprising 0-2. Well, it shouldn't be surprising. They do it every year, don't they? They right where they want to be. That's a little different. Is it? They it took them until the second half to even, what, to get the ball to Jamar yeah. Chase. Well, you know T. Higgins is the number one receiver there anyway. Well, you just wonder how hurt is Joe Burrow. Yes. Is that calf bothering him? Correct. Is that something that could continue? So that's why I said it's probably a little different. Last year was an appendectomy, John. So that's why I'm saying this, this feels a little different, perhaps. We'll see. Joe Burrow may be fine. They looked better in that second half. My point is... There are a lot of other storylines in the NFL that are a lot more important right now than the whole plight of the Chicago Bears. It is set. It is though. Uh, if there's news around the Bears, it's the fact that they may have are they may have indeed, as I told you this morning, entered the chat for Caleb Williams in the top quarterback, whoever that's going to be in this draft. They have. I there's because no doubt about it. Again, again, as we've said, Fields. <clears throat> uh, I told you last week. Didn't like what I was seeing. Didn't see, didn't see progression. Right. Didn't see a guy that understood the offense better or was even trying to get it to his new shiny number one receiver. Threw it two times to him last week. This dude, they don't. He holds on to the ball. Uh, doesn't seem to have any better grasp of the offense than he did last year in his first year in it. And uh, yeah, it's kind of scary, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest with you, because like I said, I, this is a situation for Justin Fields. Bro, go seize it. You you want to – everything is in front of you. You're going to be the franchise quarterback. Go prove you can do it. Much like the Philly and everybody else, the blueprints before them, the Bears have gone out, got your weapons, and you're, you're, you're wasting it. And so – and plus, here's the deal. The Bears got a treasure chest of picks that they can go out and move off of you. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, this is only going to, in the end, reflect poorly on Justin Fields and the opportunity that was not – Taken advantage of. Correct. There's the there's your bear news. About all that needs to happen there. Well, yeah, I I, don't I feel it. like a damn fool that we're going to Chicago 
Uh, only smart thing we've done is not bought the tickets yet, unfortunately. Yep. Very unsmart. Bought the plane tickets. Well, though. we have to get can't there. Get, I'm just saying, can't get those back. That's right. Man, I mean, can you imagine? What a dog day that'll be. The only good news is that maybe the price of those tickets will be dirt Oh, I uh, ain't no doubt about that, bro. I mean, because by the time we get there, both the – I mean, Bears are already 0-2. Raiders stink. The, uh, Devontae Adams has a concussion. Josh Jacobs can't run the ball anymore. We are uh, – Chandler Jones on uh, social media saying all kinds of – I don't know if you saw the latest twist there. I know you don't like it when I bring up Chandler Jones. But he, he took it like, – like Memphis Athletics, he took it to another level uh, over the weekend. So it's only – I mean, I don't understand. I don't know how that cannot be a distraction. Like how you can just ignore what the things that he's saying. Like you should just Google it, bro. I don't even like to say the words. Like you should just you should Google it though and see what he was what he was saying. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking like I don't know, like Grizzly Sonic five dollar tickets prices. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. Yeah, like it should be pretty. I mean, that actually that we're gonna be able to actually get a meet and greet for twenty dollars probably. With uh, Justin Fields and uh, what's your coach's name? Eberflus. Yes. Yeah, we'll get a meeting greet for uh, supposed thirty to be, bucks. Who, by the way, is supposed to be this de- defensive mind was mm-hmm. that with the Colts and we yeah. had the worst defense last Man, year. Man, Mike this Evans is was real tearing bad. y'all's ass tearing up, up bro. Rookie, tearing up a rookie <laughs> DB over there. Every time I looked Forget up, Mike, Mike Evans, Evans was running wild. He's on understandable, y'all's especially when it's a rookie cornerback. It's the fact that we're letting Baker Mayfield do whatever he wants to to us. Damn, man. Baker freaking Mayfield out there smiling. Y'all had Mike Evans look like it was 2018 out there, bro. Again, Mike will <laughs> do that to a rookie cornerback all day long. What is he, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah. It's break by the fact that you couldn't get any pressure on Baker Mayfield. That man was running so hard for real, dog. I love it. I, they had him like a close of his face. Like, I'm running for this contract. I'm proving myself. Yeah, he didn't he didn't make he didn't make it to the end zone. He didn't. Part. He did not, bro. But he got close, man. Uh so yeah, no, congratulations to your Bears. Uh you mentioned surprise. I mean, the Bucks being two and zero is shocking. I mean, they, 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 they are, their answer at QB is Baker Mayfield. They're 2-0. I, I, I wouldn't say it's shocking if you look at the two teams they beat. Who was a Week one was Vikings. Yes. You would not have predicted them being 2-0, and though, uh, with, against those two teams preseason. Right, but shocking, I'm not. Well, now that we they know. Be, they've beaten now two that we have the benefit the of North. knowing, yes, that we know like, the Bears are bad and the mm. Vikings are bad. I'm just saying, like, people, people probably expected better from both of those teams, you know, in July than what they've ultimately shown on tape. Um, so yeah, uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of the rest of the week, and we'll talk about this with, uh, with Jason Fitz at, uh, at one twenty-five. uh, any, any other big takeaways from the week for you from in, in, in the world of the NFL? Well, I just gave you about six or seven of them. It's going to be about time for you to have one in a minute. I will say Titans again, yeah. backs against the wall. You're trying to avoid knowing to start and you're putting a position there where it looked bad. Tannehill again, bad mouth last week, did not play well. Yep. A lot of question marks comes through in the end Yep. and Listen, with the way Jacksonville's playing, mm-hmm. did you see that? Yep, watch all of it. Titans, it's right there for you. Yep. This chance to be the AFC South winner and keep your window open. It's yep. still right there. Big part of it's because you were able to get off the mat this week and get yep. that win. I would say, I guess, my the biggest thing I would come away from this weekend feeling is that the Dolphins are indeed a real threat to yep. maybe even win a Super Bowl. It's my pick. Dolphins and Niners, that's who I got in the Super Bowl. If, if you, get, if you get, can guarantee me two is healthy – then, because um, last night, you know, it got a little wacky at the end there. Yeah. But last night, they didn't even have their starting left tackle in Armstead. They didn't even have their best edge rusher in Jalen Phillips there. Um, and they go on the road in Foxborough. I don't believe Bill Belichick has ever been 0-2. Um, maybe if he has, it's been like, you know, is Cleveland Browns days? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Um, but you go like it, it could not be more of a desperation spot for New England. Um, and you and you you lead from start to finish. Yeah. You know, wire to wire. Uh, and and you run an, you run an offense that is very difficult to guard with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in motion all the time. And what they do is just very difficult to. It's 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 not. I mean, I, I could see you know like it could be like a wildcat uh, situation, like where like this is a trend that everybody else starts to pick up on, right? Like acquiring like super fast receivers and just keeping them in motion. Not everybody's going to have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. That's going right. to be the problem. Right. But I bet you start to see a lot of that. Like a little, it's a little CFLish, you know, the way they uh, the way they keep everybody in motion, and it's very difficult to defend against. And um, I will say this: watching Mac Jones last night, I hesitate to say that it is a it is a talent issue with him as much as it is him being completely let down and failed by that regime in in New England. I actually think he Welcome. could do what Brock Purdy is doing mm-hmm. for the 49ers, right? Like, I think he could do that, maybe actually be better than Brock Purdy right. in San Francisco. But for whatever reason, the New England, uh, whether it's Bill or the or the GM. It's or Bill's stubbornness. Yeah, like, like, you're just allergic to acquiring those playmakers, man. I mean, you're trotting out Juju, who's who's washed up and used up. You know, Hunter Henry gives you nothing. Uh, and then Kendrick Bourne. Um, Devontae's like, out there. Yeah, like yeah, and Devontae Parker. Like, why are uh, why is it so difficult for him to understand that there's only one TB12 and that everybody else that you've brought in has been a disappointment, uh, and that at some point it's about the personnel as opposed to you know the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got You got to give that guy a chance. I mean, is there a quarterback in the NFL? How many would you feel great about with that receiving core? I think even Joe Burrow's numbers would be bad if you gave him that receiving core. You know, Lamar. I think all those guys, uh, you know, it, they're, they're, it's going to be tough to move the ball. Yeah. So I, I just honestly, I feel like Mac will be, they'll, they'll move on from Mac. Mm-hmm. And I would actually, if he gets in the right system, I would actually bet on that guy being pretty decent wherever he goes I next. don't know. There might only be a couple of systems or a couple of coaching staffs that are that good. I, again, I, I think it's a combination of both. He, right. he ain't much. I didn't think much of him coming His arm, out. yeah. And you, you've you gone a terrible way in terms of your development choices of him, including going back. You're talking about not getting them the receivers. You let Jacoby walk to you guys at the offseason. Who was great in but week one. Like we forget, Look at the way you started with him and who you had offense coordinator last year. You got you know, Matt Patricia and, and, and Judge. This year you try to go get Bill O'Brien and say, okay, well, this will save us. And, uh, frankly, you, you don't have any weapons uh, for him to your point. So, it, it, they have not done a good job, but I think it's a combination of the two things. Maybe, may, maybe there are a, a, a handful of staffs mm-hmm. that could, you know, bring him back. But and you're right about the San Francisco one. They they could put anybody in there, John. Right. They could put PJ Walker in there and get something out of. Bill should retire, man. I mean, that's that's what I've said and we talked about it with Fitzy when the season first started. He's gonna he's gonna drive them uh, to a place that that organization where they don't have to be. Uh, they didn't have to be this bad before. You know, they pushed the reset button. Yeah. Just uh, I I don't really understand why yeah, they're doing things they've never done because, with be, them before. Because, because Greg Popovich right is coaching Win Banyama. We know why he's still doing it. Why is Bill still doing it, man? Like, what is the like you like like you? Did you see the way he threw the challenge flag last night, bro? He, he's doing like it. that man is so checked out. Yeah, he's doing it for the same reason that Tom Brady wanted to go on to prove that he didn't need Tom. Well, he has for failed the miserably. He's, that's why he's doing it. That's why Tom can move on now because he proved it. Yeah. And Bill doesn't have his evidence. Man, he has failed as miserably as you can. In the end, it's ego. 
That's that right. Is why he's doing this. Yeah, like I just, uh, I, I, I. But, but I would imagine it'd be hard not to have an ego when you won that much. Just oh, I, to, just I, in, yeah. In defense of him, when you, you know, his stuff. That's been the way he's done it the whole time, and look how big he won with it. But we've got what now? Three. This is season number four without Tom. Yeah. What he's going to have to realize is that Tom is the biggest, biggest part of it, as opposed to your culture and yeah. your style. Tom was the bigger. Yeah, because only the only the only time you had contributor. There, there was. I mean, I guess. I guess. I guess. Don't get were, me wrong. The Patriot Way clearly contributed yeah. to them winning, but. Patriot Way with Tom Brady Hall of no Famer, doubt that we've never seen anything like. He before. also did have years with, uh, you know, Randy Moss, Wes Welker, uh, Gronk. Like he had, he had some 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 talent that for whatever reason you are like allergic to giving Mac Jones. You know, like there are receivers that are available out there that you could go get or draft or something, and you just you know, I don't know. I mean, that's that always seems to be like a trade of Bill. Is like, hey, I need you to do more with less, but. Like, how do you expect a young, drafted QB to thrive in a setting like that? Right. I mean, how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.